Note, this podcast does not discuss nor endorse the idea of discussing stupid ideas. Because we all know there are no stupid ideas. Hello, and welcome to Discussing Stupid, the podcast where we will tackle everything digitally stupid, from stupid users and the crazy things they do, to stupid practices and the people who use them. We'll explore the stupid things we all do, and maybe even come up with a few ideas on how to do things better. And now that I got your attention, let's start Discussing Stupid. Hi, and welcome to another Monkey Bite. This is Virgil Carroll, your host and principal human solutions architect at Hi Monkey. The Monkey Bite is where I take about five minutes and talk about and expand a deep dive on a topic that was maybe covered somewhere previously. So today I thought I would talk a little bit more about GDPR. And in specifics, I thought I would talk about consents. And what is a consent? A consent is really when uh, you're giving your consent. So uh, probably the most practical app example you can think of is I have a contact form on my website. And as part of that contact form, I give some type of consent that says it's okay uh, for somebody to reach out to me. So typically the way this is done is just by somebody hitting the submit button. To be able to comply with GDPR and actually just probably to do this better, uh, you need to start taking some additional steps. And so part of that additional steps is really looking at how you actually implicitly obtain consent. So when you look at consent in GDPR, there's really four areas that you have to meet. Uh, The first is that your consent must be freely given. Otherwise, that um, if I was filling out a form to download some trial software, it's something that I'm only getting it for that trial software. And I also have the ability to say I consent to use this for marketing activities or something along those lines and that it's being used really only for the purpose. But if it's going to be used for another purpose, that's clearly spelled out so that I can freely give it and that uh, the checkbox is not already pre-assigned. Um, the other thing is it must be very specific. And so what this really means is a lot of times consents are very broad and it says, you know, something along the lines, I give the consent for you to do anything you want with my information. And what we have to do today now is we really have to look at that a little differently. And we have to look at that from the perspective of actually breaking it down. So if you were going to, with a contact form, uh, if you were going to use it just for a contact and then you wanted people to use it for other marketing activities, you can't only say other marketing activities. You may need to be specific like our email newsletter, um, part of our sales campaigns, to send you special offers. You need to be very specific. As a matter of fact, there's many that argue really to be GDPR compliant. You need to actually take that and actually have a different checkbox for each of those so that they can granularly actually select which consent they want to give you to that. Um, the third area is that you must be informed. Otherwise, uh, the consent is asked for and then you misuse it. So again, this kind of goes back to this overall part of you need to ask for very specific consent. The other side of this about being informed is that they must know whether you're going to keep it for longer than needed. Otherwise, if you're using it for a contact form, then you reach their contact, then there needs to be some kind of consent around that if you keep that data for longer. And it has to be some part of uh, your business process that's very key, not just something that uh, you do just to keep it around. Um, And the last part being unambiguous. Uh, You need to ask somebody to opt out, not opt in, so you can't have the checkbox uh, 
accepted. And the consent must not only be freely given, it must also be something that um, is easy to take away. So how do you uh, develop a better consent process? Well, there are many examples on the internet, but none have really been tested, so we don't really know how they're going to end up sitting uh, inside uh, the GDPR requirements. But be careful of consent versus explicit consent. So what this means is, you know, when you're giving your consent, you're actually just giving something. But if you're doing something like download a piece of trial software or something like that, they consider that explicit consent where that's for a very specific need. And so you can't necessarily use that data for other means. Um, you need to make your consent specific to the task at hand. So you need to be very specific about that. And for additional uses, like I said, you need to look at explicitly calling those separate out as separate consents versus using all related marketing activities. Um, you need to tie down your consent process directly to your privacy practices and data handling processes. So this should be part of your process, not something that you just do in addition to that. Um, and you need to let people know that if that data is going to be shared with other third-party systems. So this is probably going to be where we're going to see the most violations is you get this data and then you use a MailChimp or some other service for email providers. Well, that now becomes they become a data handler for you and you need to inform people that that's actually going to happen. And you need to make consent easy to withdraw. And so from that side, you need to make it a very simple process to be able to do this. And that is probably going to be something that nobody has implemented that you're going to have to think about is how do I take back my consent uh, once I've done it? A couple other things that you might want to look at is obviously having a regular review of those processes of your consent, uh, keeping really good documentation around those consent, and then set up and maintain a consent expiration process. Um, remember, this isn't mandated for organizations outside the EU but it is for those working with the EU and inside the EU. But that doesn't mean it's still not a great privacy practice. So take it to heart and think about it. And you might just provide a better customer experience because your customers will trust you more when you take these type of necessary things and give them the options they really want. 